Welcome to the Nurturing Podcast, where early childhood is the priority. In our podcast, renowned experts from around the world share actionable tips and techniques, experiences, and best practices for educators and parents. Welcome to our first ever series on early childhood philosophies. Our aim with such series will be to explain early childhood concepts and techniques in easy, simple words. With a lot of examples, so both parents and teachers can understand and follow. This series will focus on understanding multiple intelligence philosophy, its characteristics, and how parents and educators can easily practice it with children. For this series on multiple intelligence, we have an educationist whose education and career has been dedicated to developing young minds. She believes that if a child cannot learn the way we teach, maybe. We should teach the way they learn. She is the head of operations for Trial School Bangalore, and an advisor and ambassador to multiple global and local organizations such as Hundred.org of Finland and UK, Alok Bartika in Bangalore, Sports Academy Association of India, and Child Abuse Prevention Program. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Greshma Momaya. You're welcome. Um, so, multiple intelligence has gained a lot of popularity in the recent years. Can you please yes. help us understand what does multiple intelligence actually mean? Sure. So, um, the theory of multiple intelligence was developed in uh, the year of 1983 um, by the professor uh, named Dr. Howard Gardner uh, at Harvard University. And uh, it suggests that the traditional notion of intelligence based on IQ testing is far too limited. So based on that, Dr. Gardner proposes eight different intelligence to account for a broader range of human potential in children and adults. So according to this theory, there are eight different intelligence and not just one in, uh, you know, IQ uh, on which we can measure the uh, intelligence of, an, of a child or, or an adult. So uh, that is the basis of uh, multiple intelligence. That is that is very interesting, uh, Ms. Krishma. So, so when you say there are eight different types of intelligence, can you elaborate more on it? Can you tell us what are those different type of intelligences? Yes. So uh, the first one is verbal linguistic intelligence, which means word smart. So we generally come across many people who who are very uh, who are good orator, and uh, whose strength is their vocabulary. So, um, uh, which means their uh, verbal and linguistic intelligence is little more stronger than other intelligences or, you know, uh, as compared to other people also. So that is the first intelligence. Second is logical mathematical intelligence, wherein the person is good in uh, math, of course, numbers, and the person is good in reasoning out. So that's the second. Uh, third is visual intelligence, which is also uh, picture smart. Which means, um, you know, especially all the architects and interior designers have uh, this intelligence uh, very strong in them because, um, you know, they will understand that, okay, in so much space, they can have so many things in a bedroom or, you know, in, in the house. So uh, visual uh, intelligence is the third one. Fourth one is uh, bodily kinesthetic intelligence, which is your body smart, which means, um, you know, a, a person learns better 
or a person will grasp and uh, a concept when there is movement involved in it so um, uh, that is the fourth one fifth is musical uh, rhythmic intelligence so the person here is of course music smart wherein um, you know when anything taught to them in a rhythm or in a rhythmic way they pick up that concept very fast and they have good sense of uh, rhythm and good uh, sense of you know getting into tunes so these children or adults really love the nursery rhymes and you know songs so that's the fifth one sixth is interpersonal intelligence and uh, the person which has this intelligence a little stronger is actually people smart they really know how to deal with people uh, their survival skills are much stronger so that is interpersonal intelligence next is intrapersonal intelligence which is self smart which means the person knows and understands their own strength and also their weaknesses and they try to really you know uh, always re retrospect and introspect among themselves whenever there is a confusion they'll always introspect so that is intrapersonal intelligence and uh, last is naturalist intelligence uh, where the person really loves being in nature so all your environmentalist or you know photographer wild photographers are uh, have this uh, naturalist intelligence very strong in them so these are the eight intelligences um that multi, um, howard gardner says that every individual has this intelligence but uh, in some in some people verbal linguistic is more stronger than other intelligence but as per him uh, he says that uh, every individual will have at least four to five strong intelligences in them with them if we have to teach a concept as basic as letter a okay so we will try and incorporate at least activities in such a way that at least 5 to 6 intelligences are being touched upon so when i say letter a verbal linguistic intelligence would be sharing words with them which begin with letter a then your uh, movement activity you know your bodily kinesthetic uh, intelligence would be touched by you know when we tell them to walk upon letter a or you know trace letter a or crawl on letter a wherein movement is involved of course rhythm or musical intelligence come into the picture when we have uh, you know rhymes related to uh, letter a and um, naturalistic intelligence would be you know taking them around in nature and asking them to pick up the objects that they find with letter a so this is the way we try and uh, you know at least touch upon four to five intelligences with every concept that we do and this is very much possible whether with pre primary or primary or with uh, middle school and high school we can definitely do it uh, and it could be with any concept it could be done with um, literacy it could done with numbers it could also be done with kw thank you for giving us this example so how is it different from other philosophies like montessori reggae um i mean those are like very popular and multiple intelligence is becoming you know popular day by day correct so you uh, so uh, basically montessori i'll i'll just keep between montessori and multiple intelligence uh, just to give you an idea uh, basically montessori philosophy theory or methodology uh, it it includes all the aspects of human potential such as you know character 
moral development and spiritual development, spiritual growth. Whereas multiple intelligence basically focuses on introducing various forms and combinations of human potential. To people, he defines as intelligence. All Howard Gardner considered that character or morality and spiritual uh, issues uh, are considered in his work, but they are not considered as part of the theory so uh, because they do not really meet the criteria of intelligence so that is the basic difference of uh, you know mastery and multiple intelligence this is very helpful like looking at multiple intelligence as a whole what are the key benefits that you see uh, of this philosophy basically the first thing that i really see is that it goes in hand in hand with scholastic performance uh, by that i mean um, as in it's easy to implement in classrooms and also it is not um, it is affordable for schools as i say montessori is a fantastic methodology and there is no two way about it but there are some schools which are not able to afford uh, montessori because the equipment is a little on a expensive side so uh, keeping that in mind um, you know uh, multiple intelligence goes hand in hand with scholastic performance and the different intelligence you know help us point out um, the areas that children need help in when you're doing any particular concept you will definitely come to know what kind of learner the child is or where the child is more interested in visibly you it, you will also come to know that where the child needs to work more on so when i say uh, you know hop on letter a or crawl on letter a if there is any kind of physical development delay in the child the teacher will be able to you know really recognize that because all these things are very important especially during early years we cannot neglect neglect all these things so that's the second one and it's like an uh, if if any school is able to follow multiple intelligence in their school it will be like a holistic development of a child because the curriculum is actually touching or you know focusing on entire intelligences of a human being so it also helps us to explain the variety of individual differences in different types of uh, mental performances and uh, especially with earliers i feel multiple intelligence works really well because you anyways you need more of activities right now when a teacher is planning a lesson plan she can even she can plan one activity for every multiple for every intelligence that way teacher will get at least 6 to 7 activities for one topic it's a nice checklist for teachers also and it's easier for them to plan so according to me what i have observed that these are the basic uh, benefits of having multiple intelligence in the classrooms yeah like having bring the overall lesson plan or curriculum or your day day organized in these multiple intelligences help the teacher be much more structured much more prescriptive it will help her also observe each activity in much more detail because now yeah. she's she's aware of that these are the key areas that i have to look for in my child taking a discussion a little forward on this so mm-hmm. how can a parent practice this at home considering you know we are in a we are in a situation where the schools are not open you know the children are spending most of their time now with parents uh, and the development is still critical right yeah so um as i said uh, multiple intelligence wouldn't be uh, difficult to fo- follow definitely so if parent is actually aware of uh, what mul- what these intelligences are so when the parent is planning a particular activity for the child 
um, the parent will try can try and include every intelligence uh, in 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 the child's you know daily routine also. Of course, it cannot be uh, like a curriculum that we do in school. I will give you an example of keeping the vessels back uh, into the into their place. One thing, the child is having movement. Secondly, the child is also understanding the visual and spatial uh, intelligence. Whether uh, you know the child is able, okay, this uh, dish will go here because it's a bigger dish, and you know a smaller dish will go here. So even in their uh, at home, they can do. uh you know a lot of this this these things um i would also give you an example of um, we have different uh, leaves like curry leaves and you know coriander leaves we have mint leaves first of course introducing children to what are the different types of these leaves that we use in our house uh so you know your nature your naturalist intelligence is coming into picture because you are introducing children to what is available in nature and then you you actually uh, you know help them to pluck those uh, show them how to pluck those leaves and you know put it in a box so again your uh, fine motor development happens here and child is also learning lot of life skills so these are a couple of things that parents can definitely do at home uh, just um, you know apart from you know doing academics also because i cannot expect a parent to know the rhyme or i cannot expect a parent to know a story but these basic things they can definitely do at home oh this is fantastic uh, i as a parent can definitely relate to it actually now gives me a lot more ideas thank you for that ms krishna you're welcome uh, so in your experience what are the challenges that you see with multiple intelligence um sometimes in early years you cannot have like intrapersonal intelligence which is your self smart wherein the child is uh, aware of my own um, own strengths and weaknesses doing that would be little difficult with the age group that we are working in so most of the times we are unable to you know really focus on intrapersonal intelligence also i think using an intelligence word itself is a very broad thing because when you talk about intelligence the first thing that comes to your mind is always iq so um i think uh, you know using words like how word smart or picture smart is would be better than using verbal intelligence or you know musical intelligence explain this theory does not really explain uh, why some people are more intelligent than others so i i wish someone could really you know because we generally compare people with their iqs right so uh, this theory does not focus on that and uh, are these intelligence or uh, or they are just abilities that is um, you know something that this theory has not really uh, you know really touched upon uh, as as far as the classroom is concerned the only um, drawback that i can see is that we cannot really focus on intrapersonal and second um, you know nature smart because not every school will have a playground where you know you can take the children in nature and you know all that so so these two intelligence do you know take a back seat so as far as uh, preschools or early years are concerned these are the major two drawbacks according to me these are very uh, valid points so this was a wonderful discussion with you ms krishna thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad i'm so glad thank you <laughs> this brings us to the end of this episode of the multiple intelligence series in the next episodes we will learn more about the individual intelligences So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Nurturing Podcast. 
This podcast was brought to you by Soko World, an all-in-one platform for preschools, daycares, and parents. Our mission at Soko World is to create super schools and super parents that are aware and engaged meaningfully to deliver better development and learning outcomes for children from 0 to 6 years. To access our other podcasts and helpful resources, download our app Soko World that is S O C O World from your app store or visit blog.sokoworld.com. Again, S O C O world.com do subscribe to our newsletter so you can get news resources articles and templates delivered directly to you to help you with your daily work and challenges thank you again for being such an amazing audience stay tuned